Yahweh, we just thank you for who you are. We praise you endlessly for who you are, the amazing things you've done for us, the ways that you've taken care of us. And we just come to your word tonight. And as we begin to move through the Bible and kind of get a big picture view of everything, I pray that you would just help us connect dots, help us see how things are connected to each other, your flow of themes and meta narratives and how they all lead to your son Christ and our redemption and your second coming. And I pray that we would better understand you and our connection and your story of redemption. In Jesus' name. This is the Bible overview, the redemption of humanity and creation. This is the big picture of the entire Bible from Genesis to Revelation. The Bible begins with how Yahweh created good and orderly creation, where he would dwell with humanity. However, humanity lost this good life with Yahweh in the Garden of Eden. Because of its rebellion against Yahweh, the Bible then develops Yahweh's choosing of the nation of Israel in order to work through them the redemption of humanity and creation back into a right relationship with him so that they could dwell with him in the garden for all eternity. This was fulfilled through his son Jesus' death, resurrection, and enthronement over heaven and earth. Now through him, we have become the new Israel, can have life with Yahweh, and one day will live in the Garden of Eden with Yahweh. That paragraph is the entire Bible in summary. This paragraph is my attempt to kind of summarize the main idea and the whole premise of the Bible and that's that God created a good creation to dwell with them. We lost that through our sin. He then chooses Israel to restore that good creation and relationship. And ultimately, this leads to Jesus Christ, who will restore all this back to us one day. That's the main idea. Now, through the Bible, there are five meta narratives that go throughout the Bible. Now, narrative is a story, it's a story with a point, a story with a plot. And that's basically the idea of our narrative. Meta-narrative, meta is over, above, beyond. So it's the overarching narratives, the overarching stories that go through the Bible. And so the meta-narrative are these themes and ideas that weave through the Bible, tying every story together. So if you want to think of every single story in the Bible, like the story of Abraham, the story of Joshua, the story of Joseph and Gideon and Jesus and, and Esther, these are all like quilt pieces. And what these meta narratives do is they're the major thread and they go through every single quilt piece, tying them all together and pulling them together. And then this thread is the most dominant color that sticks out in these quilt pieces so that you can follow them as they go from piece to piece to piece, developing these stories. So these meta narratives are what ties all these individual stories or episodes together. Another way of thinking of it is when you have dramas that we watch, TV shows like some kind of cop thriller or um, sci-fi show or anything like that. And when the episode is over with, it kind of ends abruptly because there's another episode coming later after that that will continue the story. So with each episode, you have this little mini problem. You have like this cop thriller and there's like this bad guy of the week and they try to find the bad guy. So the problem is introduced, the, cr the crime is committed, and then they try to find the bad guy and solve the problem. That's an individual story. 
But in this particular TV show, there's this bigger meta-narrative going of them. You might have this person who became a cop because their dad got killed in the line of duty. And they want to discover who this, um, they, that's why they became a cop. And then they get this case, and the case is an individual case, but then it reveals, oh my gosh, this actually might lead to the person who killed my dad. And then the episode's over with. So they get a new serial killer, and they kind of solve that problem, but it reveals some clues that, oh, the government was behind it. It's the government conspiracy that killed my father. And so each episode keeps adding a little bit more information to who killed my father, even though there's individual plots wrapped up. And that's what a meta-narrative is. A meta-narrative is these, these bigger ideas that keep going from episode to episode to episode. And if you're lucky, they'll finish the meta-narratives before they cancel the show. But with the Bible, God already knew that he was going to wrap this all up with Revelation. This is kind of what a meta-narrative is. There are five major meta-narratives that go throughout the Bible. There's lots of little themes that go through the Bible, but there are major meta-narratives, and there's five. And the first one is Yahweh is the sovereign and loving creator and king of heaven and earth. This is the big idea. It starts with, in the beginning was God. And it introduces him as a creator over all things. But we're also introduced to the fact that he's a loving God. And one of the most primary attributes of God is his love. This is core to his being. And I would argue that every attribute of God is built on that one as the absolute foundation. And so the Bible very much establishes this idea that Yahweh is a sovereign, sovereign loving creator of God. That he's both sovereign and loving. And we've kind of talked about this in other classes but there is no other being in the entire universe that is both sovereign and loving. There are beings that claim to be sovereign, like absolute powerful, like um, Allah. But Allah makes it very clear in the Quran that he doesn't love people. He doesn't love everybody equally. And there's lots of people that he doesn't love. And he's not relational. He's not relational in any kind of way. He's not knowable. He's not personable. He's not relational. So you have the sovereignty but you don't have the relational aspect. Then you have like the pagan gods who are neither sovereign or relational. They don't really care about you. If they do have a relationship with you, it's a really messed up bad relationship that you would never want to happen to you. And they're not all powerful. They only control certain elements and that kind of stuff. Then you have people who are very loving, like your parents, and they're very loving and they love you and they can unconditionally love you. And they're relational and they're knowable, but they're not sovereign. They can't handle your problems, not the big problems. Little ones, but not the cosmic things and not the big things that go through our life. And so there is no being that is both absolutely all-powerful and loving at the same time. And that's what the Bible introduces you to this Yahweh is absolutely unique from all other beings. And this keeps going through and the fact that he's also king over both heaven and earth. And this keeps going through every single story, the kingship of Yahweh. That's the obvious one to see, the kingship of Yahweh. The second meta-narrative is humans are created to be the image of God rooted in the land of blessing. So we are creating the image of God to reflect who Yahweh is, but we're not just created to reflect Yahweh and to be like him, but to actually be connected to the land, to rule over the land, to take care of the land. That our life is literally directly linked to the land. Without the land, we would die. And so there's this symbiotic relationship between land and humans. The third meta-narrative is humans live in exile as sinners in rebellion against Yahweh. 
So the idea of this one is this is basically Paul's Romans 3.16, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And this begins to go through every single story, the fallenness of humanity, and specifically the idea that we live in exile. And that exile is we've been exiled out of the Garden of Eden, where the land is good and our relationship with God is undefiled and unadulterated and non-perverted and non-broken. And so we are exiled outside of that as sinners. And as a result of that, because we're sinners, we constantly rebel. And that rebellion is not necessarily like, I hate you, God, I'm going to do what I want rebellion, but in I want control. And I'm going to try to do things on my own, and usually prayer and going to God is not always our first default. And so it's that rebellion that I'm going to live life the way that I want to. The fourth meta-narrative is Israel is the chosen people, whose purpose is to be a blessing to the nations. So out of all these images of God, God picks one particular group of people, Israel, in order to use them to bless the nations back into a relationship with God. And the fifth and final meta-narrative is Yahweh is redeeming humanity in creation from their exile back into the garden. And so every story has this theme of Yahweh basically redeeming people, redeeming people, taking them back and restoring them to ultimately one day at the end of Revelation, he restores us back into the Garden of Eden that's been made good again. These are the five major meta-narratives. As we go through each of these sections, the first one being creation, I'm going to develop all five of these as we go through, and you will see these developed as we go.